0: for this morning's instructions would like to invite you to explore a different way of establishing mindful presence or loving awareness to see if it's useful for you instead of beginning as we have by focusing on the breath and the body. For this time, begin by bringing your attention to the door of the ear. That's how we spoke of last night, our sense doors. And being seated still, present, begin by listening to sound. The sound of these words that appear and disappear. The distant sounds, of traffic. the soft sounds in the room. The sound of these bells. the silence between the waves of sound. Simply listen and let the sounds appear and disappear. Rest in the relaxed, open awareness. Be the awareness itself. As you listen, let yourself sense or feel or imagine any way you can that your mind is not limited to the size of your head, that your mind is as big as this room and even bigger, vast like the open sky. Let yourself sense or feel or imagine that your mind is like space, boundaryless, vast, open. And even the most distant sounds you can hear are arising and passing in the vast space of your own mind. The mind is like space, transparent, open, vast, containing all things, yet not limited by them, timeless. Relax into the vast space of knowing consciousness of mind itself. Mind is an open sky. And the sounds come and go. like bubbles or clouds. Distant sounds pass through the vast space of mind. Soft sounds. Words appear and disappear. The mind is like space open, vast, transparent, uncompounded. And sounds appear like clouds, And vanishing, leaving no trace. As you rest in the space of awareness, relax into it, trust it, trust the vastness, the vast open sky of your own mind. And notice that just as sounds come and go, Thoughts and images will also appear, word thoughts, picture thoughts, arising too like clouds in the vast sky of mind. Sounds come and go like clouds, or bubbles, and thoughts appear, display themselves like a cloud, and then vanish. No inside, no outside. The space of awareness, open like the sky. And sounds appear. and simply disappear. and words arise like clouds display themselves and dissolve the sky remains vast and silent allowing for all things yet not colored by them Relax into the space of awareness, trust it. It is your own true nature, it is home. Rest in the vastness, and let sounds move through this space. And thoughts and images arise spontaneously and pass away. Notice, too, just as sounds appear and disappear, and thoughts and images arise like clouds and vanish. Notice, too, how the sensations of body float in the vast sky of mind. If you feel carefully, there will be no solid body. Just areas of pressure and temperature, tingling sensations warm, cool, pleasant and unpleasant, tightness, relaxation, a field of ever changing sensations that float and slowly change in the vast sky of mind. No solid body, but space and sensations changing. Floating slowly changing You are not this body, it is a field of changing sensations and energy that float in the awareness. The sounds appear and float and change and vanish. Thoughts and images arise like these words, exist for a moment and then dissolve, leaving no trace. Relax into awareness itself. the vast space of awareness allowing for all things transparent, present, timeless. In its true nature, mind is like the sky, vast and silent, being of the voidness, containing all things, yet not limited by them, transparent, Timeless. Relax in the vastness of awareness. Trust it. Rest in it. sounds appear and disappear like clouds. <coughs> Images and thoughts arise and after a time vanish playing the vast space of mind itself. Sensations float and slowly change. Vibration and tingling and energy fields with space in and around them. Pressure and hardness and softness float in the vast space of mind. The breath moves like a breeze in space. No inside or outside. It's just the soft breeze of the breath. and vanishing breath by breath in the vast space of mind. Notice too how moods and emotions can appear like weather in the sky. Joy or sadness, longing or loneliness, delight or tenderness. Feelings and emotions like weather. Vegetation, peacefulness, arise for a time in the vast space of knowing, exist, and then dissolve and pass away. You are the vastness, the timeless awareness. Relax into vastness, trust it. It is your home. Sounds and sensations, thoughts and feelings arising like clouds, moving through the vast space and disappearing. And finally, let the vast space be filled with tenderness and compassion for all those beings who forget who they really are, who struggle, contracted, fearful states, a tenderness for life itself. Let the vastness be a loving awareness that receives sounds and sensations and all things with tenderness and love. You are this vast loving awareness. Rest in it. Trust it. It is your own true nature, it is home. you hear the bell next, staying with the vastness, the sky of loving awareness, tenderness, let your eyes open and see the colors and forms that appear in the same vast space of mind. So this is another way to establish the practice of mindfulness, of loving awareness using the gateway or the door of sound, as we have. And if it serves you or it works in some way, then feel free to use it as the retreat goes on or walk with a sense of vastness, move through the day. If it didn't, if it felt artificial or not helpful, don't worry about it. It is a skillful means. It's a practice that's offered, just as the practice of awareness of breath or loving kindness or body sensations or and sweeping through the body are practices or forgiveness and use the practices that you know best serve you, that work best for you, without judgment. These are simply tools or gifts or ways that invite you to hope. And I remember my teacher, Ajahn Chah, <clears throat> used to talk about being the knowing. He used the phrase, be the one who knows. Turn your attention from the experiences of sound and sensation of feelings and thoughts and ideas that Howie spoke of last night of who I am and become the awareness itself, the witnessing of things with love and awareness woven together. And this is a doorway to freedom. So we have a little bit of time if there are questions or comments from this. One and then two. First, please. My question is with the metta practice. Is? Around the metta practice. Metta practice, yes. Why don't you say I am, which evokes that? Yes. So her question is about metta practice. And here we are planting the seeds of metta in this vastness. And she says, why do we say, May I be happy, or may I be peaceful, or may I be well? rather than saying, I am peaceful, claiming it, and I am happy. Both can work. Thich Nhat Hanh's version of Metta, for example, as a Zen teacher, does use those phrases. I am calm. I am steady like a mountain. I am love. Um, and you can sense which works better for you. For some people to say, I am peace or I am love, when they feel agitated or contracted or frightened or not peaceful or loving, feels... Um, wrong, incorrect, like it's um, overlaying something on top of an experience that's different. And so even if you're feeling agitated or upset, you can say, may I be peaceful? And it's like an invitation, a planting of a seed. So for some, the may I uh, feels more genuine. For others, you might simply use peaceful, happy. Well, and you can explore what phrases invite your own meta to open. So thank you for that. You can feel in the question and what we just did that there is an art, an inner art, and you are the artist working with these practices to find your way to invite an opening and a wisdom or love, Malkior please. Uh, this question is about occurring uh, events hmm. that come through the practice, and I, I recently had a uh, family issue that was uh, very painful and hurtful, and that I've blocked out till like, I came here. Once here, I've gone and relived it. And my question is, it, it comes up again and again and again, what is what is the, the, the practice? Is the practice to fully relive it so that you can see it clearly? Is it to fully relive it so you can Let go. Fully live it to uh, to 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 forgive. Um, And you know, Joanna had a great practice yesterday on forgiveness, and I've I've been able to do a little bit of forgiveness. didn't forgive them for being SOBs, right? (laughs) Gave, gave me to who? To me. To me, right? And then, and then I, I look at beyond the light, though, and there was this big black wolf who mm. said, oh, Meadow, you think that's pretty neat. What about me? Mm. <laughs> okay, okay, let me pause you here because there's so much and you might have more to say. Um, and I'll try and do the two parts of your question. So the first part is, um, it's in part about repeated thoughts that come back. I call them the top ten tunes, and especially ones um, that are compelling because there's trauma or pain or suffering in them. And so the first step is to recognize them, um, because often they're under there driving us and we don't see them. And then there's an acceptance of them, this is the way, this is what's appearing in this space of mind. <coughs> when the top tunes repeat themselves often there are a couple of things you can do if they're not really charged and they're just some habit you can put them in the little cookie jar Trudy talked about or the basket but when, they're, when they have power like these there's pain or suffering they keep repeating themselves often because there's something underneath that hasn't been accepted or felt. and It may be the grief or the pain of it or the fear or the longing, something that's difficult and so when you notice, okay, this one's back again this hurt from the family or some way someone, drop from the story of it, how we talked about last night, not in the story, drop down And notice what experience wants to be felt and accepted that hasn't been allowed fully. And it just might be the pain of it. And as you do, as you feel the grief or the pain or the fear or whatever it is that drives it, the thoughts start to quiet down a bit because they don't need to keep telling the story. You're actually accepting something that's been hard to completely acknowledge. So, you can try working with that. <clears throat> also, know that it's a process. And like the man who wrote the IRS and said, uh, I can't sleep because I cheated on my taxes last year. And so I've enclosed an anonymous check for $3,000. If I still can't sleep, I'll send the rest. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> this is. How it works? It's a, it's a step at a time, and so in your forgiveness or your metta, when something's difficult, you actually can forgive some, but then another layer comes, some other piece of hurt or abandonment, and you realize, oh, this too, and some things are almost like learning to forgive the unforgivable. So it's not a small thing that you're talking about, you know it. Nelson Mandela walked out of Robben Island prison with such magnanimity and generosity and compassion, forgiveness. And if you read his autobiography, it was a piece of work in there. It was really tough and it took him a long time to come to that dignity and that nobility to be able to do that. And then a little bit about the second part of your question. When you open to love, which was beautiful, the Madonna or Kuan Yin and then becoming that yourself um, it will always be tested you could call it Mara, you know the wolf appears or something, because that's a part of us too um, and then you could say oh the wolf shouldn't be here or what about me Was we have aggression you know, we still have vestigial claws and they're, they're real um, turns out even though the wolf might not admit it, that the wolf too wants to be loved. And even though the wolf might say, I'm, you know, wild aggressive, and that's an energy that we contain, you can also receive that with loving awareness and say, yeah, you too, you're part of the menagerie, the zoo inside. Nice to see you come off from the desert, the wolf and the coyote, come through the space of awareness. Um, and you're not identified with it then. You can allow it. And you learn a very different relationship to these powerful forces. So, thank you for all of that question. Please. Um, mine is a bit more of a practical question. it's um, I think I'm using my eyes a lot. So, when I'm focusing on the breathing, it's like I'm. Yeah, that's an important question. So he says he feels like he's using his eyes, or he said, I think I'm using my eyes, and looking at it, seeing some image of the breath, or seeing images of sky, or whatever it happens to be. Um, and we can do that. Um, there is a kind of attention to sight and so forth. But in some way, we're very visual people, and there's a way in which we're trying to see something that can't be seen with the uh, physical eyes. So it sort of helped. You're trying to concentrate in that way. Um, so here's a couple of suggestions. The first is that when you go out to walk, it relates to this, take a few steps with your eyes closed. Not too many and not out in the desert, right? <laughs> but what you'll begin to notice when you close your eyes and you take three or four steps is that instead of trying to see, you're going to feel the steps in a different way. When your eyes are a little open, you're sort of looking A lot of attention is still through sight, even though you're trying to feel your feet. But when you close them, you actually start to feel in your body more. And that's the movement that you want to make. In the same way, when you're sitting and you notice there's the trying to see the breath, soften your eyes, simply notice it mindfully, that's okay, this is a way of trying to experience. Soften your eyes and maybe... Put your hand on your belly and feel the breath rise and fall in the palm of your hand so that it becomes more embodied. You can't quite see that, but you can feel it. And the same for other things. So you soften and you shift to the bodily sensations or the experience below the, the, the seeing. Hmm. I really love answering these questions and they're, they're beautiful questions. Um, but there's also a way in which I want to leave us with the stillness and we're almost out of time anyway. Um, if it served you, did some of you have that sense that your mind isn't limited to the size of your head? Did that work? Some of you are nodding. It isn't. <laughs> you are the, you are awareness itself. And it's, it's so liberating to become the witnessing of experience, not as a distant thing, oh, I'm, you know, I'm witnessing from a distance, but actually to sense that you contain all of life and that who you are is, is the awareness that can't be lost. Um, so if, if it gave you some sense of that, then work with that as you wish today at times walking with a sense of spaciousness in the desert, sitting again. <clears throat> if you do it for a time and then it turns into being spaced out a lot, which it can, you know, space, great, spacious, out, right? Then come back simply again to breath and body in the ways you do. At this point, you want to stay with stillness and let things deepen. Invite the depth of presence um, and feel your way into it, so. So again, we have our meetings with you. Um, two practice leaders, one for 10.30, thank you. And one for noon, thank you. And um, it's, it's a cool thing to sit up here, and have all these people looking at you so you don't fall asleep so easily. So you might try, <laughs> all right, enjoy. Oh, <laughs>